Mm. <clears throat> Let's boogie. <clears throat> I think this is funny that she was doing a defamation case. Get to it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, starting with one of our main stories today, which is regarding the cyanide killer. Mm. Now, guess this. The Thai cyanide killer had actually put up a defamation case uh, against <laughs> the country, I'm guessing. And uh, the criminal court has now dismissed a defamation lawsuit filed by the cyanide killer, known as Am, the alleged mastermind behind several murder cases involving cyanide against uh, Rapi Chumnandran, who coordinated on behalf of the victims. Mm. Oh, okay. That was the defamation case. Mm -hmm. Let me start that again. Start again. Yeah. (laughs) All right. right, We'll we'll give that one another go. Yeah. Again. Sorry. Three, (laughs) two, one. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, starting with our first story today, which is regarding the cyanide killer. Now, the cyanide killer had filed for a defamation case against Kun Rapi, who is the coordinator uh, of all the victims that were. Uh, killed uh, mm-hmm. by the cyanide killer. But the criminal court has dismissed a defamation lawsuit filed by Am, also known as the cyanide killer, who uh, was the alleged mastermind behind several murder cases involving cyanide. Now, the court's decision came after evidence was presented proving Ruppie's statements made during a television interview about Am's deception of authorities were true. Am's lawyer, Kuntanisha, or lawyer Patch, stated prior to the court hearing that if the case was dismissed, they would appeal. However, if the court accepted the case and issued an order and Rappi failed to appear for the hearing, she would serve a court order to his residence. She was confident in her evidence against Rappi, who admitted that the person in the clip was indeed him. Lawyer Patch revealed that it is now in stage of determining whether the actions constituted an offense or not. This would be another stage where the court would first have to accept the charges for further consideration. Following the court's dismissal of the case, Lawyer Patch announced her intention to appeal within 30 days. New evidence was submitted to the court yesterday, a document regarding the power of attorney given by the deceased mother to Rappi, which showed abnormalities. Mm. Now, I guess the fact that we still have to say alleged cyanide mm. killer uh, goes to show that uh, innocent until proven guilty can be taken literally. And uh, yes, defamation is still quite. It's a very serious thing in Thailand yeah. for sure. But I, mean, I guess uh, that's that's probably why she was banking on it because those those rules are so strictly enforced. But yeah. uh, not this time. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, so lady. Do be careful before you start uh, pointing fingers at people. You, Alex, could be an alleged serial killer of 14 plus people but i can't say that out loud i think you just did (laughs) sue me anyways (laughs) moving on to our next topic this is regarding the thai chinese naval exercise yeah so uh the thai the excuse me sorry there's let me try that again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you threw me off because those are the exact words I was going to oh, say. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a Thai Chinese naval exercise is underway as the Thai Navy has committed to recovering a sunken ship. 
so, yeah, in the Gulf of Thailand, off the coast of Chonburi in the Satahib district, a naval training exercise named Blue Strike 2023 is in full swing. This bilateral exercise between the naval forces of Thailand and China is a seven-day event, which started on Sunday, September 3rd, and is scheduled to wrap up on Sunday, September 10th. This exercise aims to facilitate the sharing of naval expertise, prepare for potential humanitarian assistance and disaster relief situations, and strengthen military relations between the two, between the two countries. The annual military event includes the participation of Chinese submarines and warships, including the Changcheng submarine and the Suman Shan amphibious dock landing ship, the Anyang guided missile frigate, and the Chaohu comprehensive supply ship. Both armies are engaging in a series of training exercises for Blue Strike 2023, including land and sea training, sniping exercises, maritime search and rescue, and jungle survival. These exercises are taking place both in the upper reaches of the Gulf of Thailand and at the Pramaha Chetsadachau camp in the, in the Marine Division of Satahip. In a concurrent development, approval has been given to the Royal Thai Navy, uh, Chief Chung Tai, uh, for the substitution of a German-manufactured engine with a Chinese-made CHD-620 engine. The replacement is for a Yuan-class S26T submarine currently under assembly in China by the China Shipbuilding and Offshore International Company. Moreover, the RTN has earmarked a budget of 200 million baht for the recovery operation of a sunken vessel in Prachuap, Kirikan province. Of this total, 110 million baht will be utilized from the existing budget, while an additional 90 million baht is expected to be sourced from the Budget Bureau to facilitate the mission. The mission is a testament to the financial commitment and priority placed on tackling maritime challenges and enhancing naval capabilities. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's interesting because Thailand is always like a weird diplomatic middle yeah. ground, like a Switzerland yeah. of the East, and doing jo China doesn't do joint military exercises mm -hmm. with many nations, so that's kind of a big deal that uh, yeah. they're... they're Cooperating in this way. I just want to mm. hang out with the generals who come up with the names of these programs, you mm. know, Blue Strike, mm -hmm. Cobra Gold. Mm. I Pretty mean, cool. uh, <laughs> like, let's think of two things that are really cool. Yeah. What's cool? A cobra? <laughs> what about gold? Everybody <laughs> likes gold. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. They're coming up with good names. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to move on to our next topic, uh, which uh, is uh, going to <coughs> definitely be important, especially for Phuket. Mm. Now, the Phuket Water Management uh, has uh, taken action on shortages, flooding, and wastewater. Mm. That's right. Uh, Phuket's enduring issues of water shortages, flooding, and inadequate wastewater management are said to be addressed by the Office of the National Water Resources. Surat Sri, the Secretary General of ONWR, recently visited the province to track the progress of the water management plan and forest preservation initiatives around Kathu's district, Natural Water Resources. Although Phuket stands as as a crucial province for tourism, it grapples with an annual water deficit of approximately 25.5 million cubic meters, primarily during the dry season. During the wet season, the island contends with flooding, resulting with overflowing canals. The lack of effective city planning has led to infrastructure that obstructs outflows and high tides, resulting in poor Phuket water management. Surasri noted that the island's increasing population and influx of tourists have propelled urban expansion, consequently reducing the area's forest coverage. This, coupled with heavy rainfall, is contributing to topsoil erosion. <coughs> the island's communities and entertainment venues are also producing waste 
water that exceeds the treatment capacity. In response, the ONWR is conducting an area-centric study to enhance Phuket's adherence to its 20-year water management master plan. The goal is to boost the annual water supply to approximately 60.5 million cubic meters and treat up to 5 million cubic meters of wastewater each year. So yeah, hopefully, uh, better management of water in Phuket uh, will make things a little easier, especially for the locals who have to live there. Uh, mm. Talking about the Katu region, they're actually talking about um, the Bangwat Dam, which is approximately 300 meters from my home. Mm. Oh, close. Yeah, so they have a giant dam over there. And yeah, it's, it is ridiculous to talk about a drought, basically water shortages and flooding yeah in the same year oh yeah dude like, I, get it the, the water situation in phuket has been very complicated all year yeah. it seems so suffer without water and then you know when you're praying for more water they just shove the water in your houses and mm-hmm. faces yeah <laughs> can't win yeah well i mean but by they i mean mother nature right yeah it's, it's not like the water is the to blame this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you. surely some better management is needed mm-hmm. all right we're going to move on <coughs> to our last two most viral stories for mm. today uh the first one being how far would you go for love and beauty you keep taking my line as i'm like opening up like, what you mean i'm about to say something like all right anyways let's keep doing let me introduce my stories because you you're like in my head you're like stealing the exact <laughs> words i'm about to say every time it's so funny <laughs> All right. Anyways, so yes, some people will do anything for love, including this guy who stole a ton of beauty products and alcohol in order to impress his girl. So uh, police arrested a Thai man who stole 120 packs of skin whitening products from a 7-Eleven convenience store in the Isan province so his girlfriend would have a radiant beauty like a superstar. Now, he also stole vodka from a Lotus's supermarket to throw parties with his friends. The saga began when an eagle-eyed staff member at Lotus's store caught the 38-year-old Singh red-handed as he attempted to steal vodka from the store's shelves. In a desperate bid to escape, Singh abandoned his ill-gotten gains and made a daring getaway by stealing a black blue Honda Wave motorcycle belonging to one of the supermarket's customers. Upon learning of the incident, the store staff promptly filed a complaint with the Satuk police station. The off- to the officer's dismay, Singh was no stranger to them, having previously been involved in the theft of whitening products from another convenience store in the same vicinity. The long arm of the law eventually caught up with Singh when an officer apprehended him at his residence while he was indulging in alcohol with his friends. In a surprising turn of events, Singh confessed openly to his crimes, providing the police with intricate details of each theft. Uh, Now, prior to his supermarket exploit, Singh had targeted a convenience store where he had stolen 120 packs of whitening products. These products with a cumulative value exceeding 10,000 bots were gifts intended for his girlfriend, with whom he had been in a relationship for approximately five months. He explained that his 35-year-old girlfriend had been the inspiration behind the thefts. Singh harbored a deep desire to enhance her beauty and bless her with the radiant complexion of a superstar. But Singh now faces charges under Section 334 of criminal law for dishonestly taking another person's property. If convicted, he could face imprisonment for up to three years and a fine of up to 60,000 baht. Mm. I, the skin whitening thing is like a crazy thing, man, to me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I want my girlfriend to glow. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> so like that, that was a lot of skin whitening products. He got 10,000 baht yeah. worth of stuff. I'm just, hey, just wondering how he does uh, that. Yeah. You know, I think that's a smart investment. Mm. Oh, he stole a scooter, too. Yeah. Like, I don't think we even talked about that. He yeah, just, he, like, jumped he on takes, uh, buying in bulk to a whole new level. Uh, stealing, stealing in bulk. Stealing in bulk, <laughs> rather, yeah. All right. Um, we're going to move on to our last story today, mm. which is uh, regarding everyone's favorite topic, snakes in Thailand. Mm. That's right. The rare Tiffany blue snake slithers into Supanburi province, leaves locals 
blutified. <laughs> That's right. And uh, in in a, in a closely guarded uh, secret, Tiffany and Co., the big diamond jewelry company, got their name from the Tiffany snake. <laughs> True story. <laughs> The discovery of a Tiffany blue snake in Supanburi province has stirred up excitement and baffled amongst residents and online viewers alike. As pictures of the unusual blue creature started to circulate online, questions arose about what kind of snake it was, whether it was venomous, and what one should do if one encountered it. The stunning sight of the beautiful and elusive snake raised questions about its identity before experts stepped in to solve the mystery. The Tiffany blue snake, also known as the blue snake, is a variant of the green tree python. However, its genetic makeup differs from the average green tree python, resulting in its unique blue coloration instead of the usual green. Typically, these snakes measure between one to two meters in length and are native to humid rainforest. The Tiffany blue snake is capable of bioluminescence illuminating at night and feeds on insects and small reptiles. An incredibly rare find, the Tiffany blue snake is considered a one-in-a-million encounter. Despite this, the alluring creature has become popular amongst snake enthusiasts for keeping it as a pet. Mm. However, due to its rarity, the price of acquiring one is relatively high. Now, some might even argue, is a diamond a girl's best friend or is a Tiffany blue snake? I'll let you decide. Uh, and uh, I would like to put it out in the public that uh, the tiger and I personally are not responsible for the reactions you might get <laughs> from your partner. Uh, but yeah, hey, majestic snake, cool. I like it. I, I don't, don't know. I don't like reptiles, but yeah, cool. I'd like to look at it from far away. Right. I, like, come on. I've never seen a snake that color. I think that's I mean, pretty interesting. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I, th I think you know, it's quite. It's quite cool. <laughs> it's quite rare. Mm. I can admire the beauty of it. You know, from far away. Right. Once again, yeah. uh, let me make that clear. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we'll just send Jason in to handle yeah. it. Yeah. Let's that's talk good. to our resident <laughs> snake expert, Jason. Yeah. Uh, are you a fan of the Tiffany blue snake? He would buy he one. Would he buy says. one. You can't he afford would. one. He would yeah. buy one. <laughs> yeah. Three months salary. That's how, that's uh, that's the rule apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, Don't spend less on an engagement snake than yeah. three months salary. <laughs> an engagement snake. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. Well, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, those are some mm. of the news stories from uh, today. We hope you enjoyed them. Uh, mm. That's it from us. We'll see you live again tomorrow morning. Until then, see you. Take care. Bye bye. bye, -bye.